This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Komikaela Naimen Toku Ingoa. My name is Michaela Naiman and I'm your host. Welcome. This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture and how the creative arts contribute to our community, as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Centre. Stay tuned to find out more. And today in the studio with me is uh, Veronica T, who is uh, the art space artist for December, and she's uh, showing oils and pastels. Welcome, Veronica. Thank you. Can you tell listeners a bit about yourself and uh, where you come from? Um, I'm originally from Malaysia. Um, my family migrated to New Zealand in 2008 and we stayed in Auckland for six years. After six years, we moved down to New Plymouth. How come you came to New Plymouth? Uh, because my husband's work. And uh, how long have you been here? Um, more than eight years. And you're enjoying it? Yeah, I love here, especially the landscape in here. Yeah, and landscapes is something yeah. Veronica is really good at, uh, as you can see in our art space uh, this month. She's showing pastels and oil paintings that are absolutely gorgeous. So, can you tell us a bit, how did you get into art? Uh, I started art at the age of eight in, with watercolour in the school. Did all children do watercolor in Malaysia? Um, no, but during the time, the teacher just introduced a new medium for us and asked us to try. So I can't remember what I do during the time, but after that, the teacher just met my dad and told my dad, she's so talented, you have to send to the to learn some art skill. So she t- saw talent in you that you needed to yeah. get your skill levels up. Yeah. So from that, I just start the watercolor art class during weekends. So from that until 1991, I go to the Major Institute of Art to learn, uh, to find art and major in printmaking. In printmaking? Yeah. <laughs> and, and here I have never seen your prints, or rarely. Oh, you have one in there. <laughs> I will go and inspect straight away. Oh, how lovely. So was that in Kuala Lumpur, or where was it? In Kuala Lumpur. Mm. Yeah. And so this was like the Arts Academy there? Uh, it's an Institute of Art school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, they have a, uh, a lot of major in there. They have graphic interior design, industry, fine art, music. So it's during our age, it's a very popular in art school. Oh, how fantastic. So you started out with watercolor, then went into printmaking. And when did you start with 
pastels and oils? Um, <laughs> actually, I failed my pastel during second year in institute. You failed? <laughs> yeah, I was, I have to redo all my pastel work because the the lecture say all my work look like watercolor, not look like pastel. But that's quite fantastic, isn't it? That you manage to make one medium look like another. I no, would have they they supposed to if pastel you supposed to use the it's not a watercolor, so you supposed to use the medium to work up the the feeling, not the watercolor. Hmm. Yeah, I can see the point when it's at school, but surely. If you take an artistic license and uh, make your pastels look like watercolor, it might be quite exciting for someone else. But that's out of school. So yeah. at school, you actually failed pastel. How ironic, because you are such an amazing pastel <laughs> artist. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened next? So uh, I have to redo all the pastel artwork. So, but I can't during the time the. The teacher only gave me three weeks to redo all. Actually, I not. She, she told me I not understand what is pesto. Oh. So she asked me to go and research what is pesto, and learn how. And then during our age, I only can use the cheap pesto. So because the quality is not very good, so everything come out is look like uh, watercolor because. I use smudging a lot. Mm. But I thought that was the the whole idea with pastels that uh, you can smudge and yeah. over. But but one thing because I smudge and I have the you know watercolor they they has transparent. Yeah. You can see how many layer you add up you still can see the the bottom of the color. So during the time my pastel is how many layer I add up I still look like watercolor. It oh. is still transparent. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because when you <laughs> use the pastel and it covers the previous layer, and then you have to smudge it back a bit to yeah. get some color out. But in during the time they they not accepted. So they say you one thing maybe you have to throw out all your watercolor skill, and then you forgot your watercolor, and then you go to the pastel. Maybe they will come up different. So I try one week not touch watercolor, and then I go, I do some, we still have some acrylic oil and paint making. But even my paint making also look like watercolor too. <laughs> <laughs> so one week I not touch everything, and then second week I start to do charcoal and try to do the different, and then go slowly with charcoal with, mixed with pesto. So, and then I come up different, not transparent any, anymore. So I have more confidence to draw. I just leave the charcoal and then I just try to use only pastel. So the teacher was right in trying to push you to discover what pastels yep. can do as yep. a medium. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's quite beautiful that you discovered a different way of using pastel. Yeah. <laughs> you rebel. <laughs> okay, we are going to listen to a song that you've picked, and pardon me if I don't pronounce this right, but Curlon. Curlon, yeah. What is the song about? Uh, everything is possible. 
everything will be happen. That is the song. Fantastic. That is very fitting. Thank you. Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You are listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. We are grateful to Covet Brewster Art Gallery and Lendheis Center for sponsoring this show. 
And today I'm in the studio with uh, Veronica T, who has come all the way from Malaysia to Aotearoa, New Zealand, and made New Plymouth her home. And um, she is the art space artist for December, and an amazing landscape painter and um, in oils and pastel. So we are talking about the fact that Veronica failed her pastel course at art school in Kuala Lumpur once upon a time and was asked to go and discover what pastels do and what they shouldn't do. They shouldn't look like watercolors, which um, Veronica managed to make them do. I'm in awe of that, actually. (laughs) So can you tell us about the pastel medium? What is it that excites you? And obviously you've graduated now from the cheap student pastels to something else. What is it about pastels as a medium that excites you? Actually, when you migrate to Auckland, in Auckland, I have, I teach, I'm a tutor after school kids. So I try to find something for kids is easy and the bright color and make kids to confident for the art. Mm. So I find out the Pastel is very good, they soft, and the color is bright. And then every piece the kids come out is, you, you can see they enjoy the art. Is this the oil pastels or the chalk pastels? Chalk pastels. Chalk pastels. Yeah. yeah. And only teach kids the pastel until we move down to here. And then my daughter's wine teacher told me they have one pastel good in here. So I try to go in and see what they do, and I find out they use pastel and I use is so different. Oh really? Yeah. In the what way? The pastel is so expensive. Pastel is expensive, but it's yeah. also hard to find the tooth paper that you need. Yeah. So everything you need to online order. Yeah. So I tr- I go and I try. Mm, maybe I can try to go back what I do for my times. So I join the group and then I buy the good pastel and then do and then I feel it's not look like watercolor anymore. (laughs) No, no, I wouldn't say they look like watercolors, but they're very bright and beautiful. And you are very good at um, depicting light and shade. Ah, yeah, I like the, maybe because infants from the watercolor, because watercolor, you need bright and dark in the between, and then you can see the bright out. So maybe because of watercolor, so I do the pastel, I was thinking about the bright and dark too. But I like the more on the reflection or shadow. You have some gorgeous uh, big um, tree paintings I've seen before with the park. I guess they are from Pukekura Park, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and you can really walk into those almost, you know, gorgeous colors and, yeah. Yeah, I I like, I always walk to the Pukekura Park for spend time in there and then try to bring myself into the every step. So when I go to the art, the feeling is easy to easy go in. Yeah, when I go one piece, I need to spend time to think about how I walk step into the path. So, do you um, 
how do you work with your composition then? Do you actually sit out and paint or do the pastel work on plain air outside? Or do you take no, photos? No, I, I take photo. So when I walk, I will take photo. When I, I take the photo, I will try to keep the feeling for myself. So when I start work, I, I will take 10 or 20 minutes to, to get the feeling come back. So I start, starting I will play around the, a lot of color and then do that freedom like the kids, you know, they just put and then roughly do everything. And then when I, the mood is coming, so I will slowly go into the, uh, go mm -hmm. into the piece and then start slowly do. So how do you work with the chalk pastel so you don't uh, smudge it so much that it just becomes, you know, a mess? They were mess. Well, <laughs> you start with all yeah. this color and you put more chalk pastel on mm. top of it. How do you keep it um, so fresh and good looking so it doesn't just become a mess of color? Oh, the best color, most of the time I will put very bright color. So I know I will put, if I put the part is green and orange, so I will try to make contrast color on the base. And keep them uh, yeah, I will quite keep clean? Them. Yeah, no, I just do whatever I want. And then, because the, the pastel, you have, you have the good paper, you can put a lot of layer on it. Three or four layer, if not mistake. So they won't smart they will still keep good. The best color will influence the, the top color they, because they, they, like, they will mix color to like a watercolor, they will mix. But this one is because I'm not smudged at all, so you won't see the transparent. Ah. Yeah, but they, they still, the best color still will mix a bit on top of the color, so the color, you, you won't see the original color. No, but why do you then paint over the original color? It gives uh, depth still. Or is it for you to do some sort of draft painting first? Mm. Uh, okay. uh, draft painting is I need to time to get into the piece. Like some of the people, they, they will do sketching first before you start the piece. Yes. But I will do the sketching in my head first, what I want. I almost know where is the uh, focus point and then how simple, how simplified I need to do already in my head. So I start, I start the roughly the best color I need to go myself into the piece. So you play yourself to yeah. the final one. Yeah. Wow. Sounds very joyful. <laughs> I think I'll come and join you next yeah, time. Come. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what do you think your teacher back in, um, Kuala Lumpur would say if uh, she or he saw your pastels today? Oh, uh, she, yeah, we, we always meet in Facebook. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, we, we are friends in Facebook. And then she, she said, oh, when first time she saw my pastels, she shot totally different. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you felt, yes. Yes, I said, yes. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I, I feel com more confident when she said, oh, it's so different. So you have your old teacher's approval. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? <laughs>
Okay, we will take another music break. And um, you have picked the song, uh, yeah, forgive me if I don't pronounce it right, Liang Liang. Liang Liang. And what is this song about? Um, they have uh, three generations, not three generations, like you, you die and then you're born again for three times. Oh. So the three times they will meet the same person. Is that a Chinese or a Malaysian uh, myth or a uh, there is a, belief? Uh, it's a drama. It's one of the oh. drama. Yeah. It's very nice drama. Do you know by whom? I can't remember. It's so, no. so long ago. So you come back three times and you will meet the same person. Yeah, but the same person, they, they were different stages. Yeah. But you would still meet together and then you were together and then you die again and you're born again and then still make the yeah so you like have a, a chance to make things right yeah and do you remember your past life no you can't remember oh, you can't remember yeah uh, and this is also a drama and a movie maybe it's a drama it's yeah. A, yeah yeah i think it's more than 45 episodes oh wow yeah <laughs> okay so liang 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 the the Chinese word is san sheng san shi si li tao hua. There is the liang liang is the song, yeah. The drama is called san sheng san shi si li tao hua.
Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. And we are grateful to the Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center for sponsoring this show. And today I'm in the studio with Veronica T, who is the art space artist for December and an amazing landscape artist. And she works in both pastels and oils. And we have just been talking about the irony of uh, actually failing pastel course at art school and then turning that around to become a learning journey and, um, yeah, even gaining her old teacher's approval that she's no longer doing pastels that look like watercolors, which I think is pretty cool too. I would love to see pastels looking like watercolors. Let us talk a bit about oils. So you brought a couple of beautiful landscapes of uh, the Maunga, which are oil paintings. So how long have you worked in oils? Um, not longer. I think more than seven years. I studied back all the material, and then I start do. I do the small piece. I try to do not the realistic work. So sometimes I need to go to watercolor first, and then I watercolor study, 
and then I go to the oil, the end. And I can see that the colors are uh, very similar to what you are drawn to in the pastels too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because maybe because infants, the bright color from the kids, so they will help me to, I need bright color. Yep. Yeah. I think we all need a bit of bright color in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) But they are very lovely and um, yeah, they are really glistening and um, makes you want to almost touch them. Very tactile paintings. What is it uh, about oil that excites you? How come you started with oils? Actually, I like all the different medium. Yeah, because it's different texture. Yeah, so I depend on the feeling, you know. If sometimes, I, oh, this one I can't use pastel. I can't use watercolor. So I will use oil to do it. And when you are making uh, the painting, when you are in the midst of it, do you go about it the same way as the pastels? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the oil I use old finger. Oh really? Yeah, only finger. I can during the time I use brush, I can the the feeling come out is not I want. So I so frustrated with with what I want, you know, so I, at the end, I, I throw all my brush, I'm so angry during the time, and then <laughs> I try to use finger to do what happened. So when I finish it, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and of course, for chalk pastels, you really use your fingers, you're yeah. just all the time smudging, yeah. and yeah. Ah, and uh, you didn't think uh, acrylics would be enough? Uh, at least it's a bit like maybe because f- from the start I use the the quality is not very good so you will f- you you feel it's flat you you won't feel like how many layers you put you still feel not feel anything so until last year I found um, the good blend of the acrylic and then I start do acrylic. Before that, I feel everything is, ah, oh, why still same? So because of that, I choose oil, do oil more than acrylic during the time. Yeah, so acrylics uh, can end up looking very flat, but it depends on also if you, how you use them and if you, what kind of brand you yeah, use yeah, as well. Yeah. And if yeah. you use gloss in there or, but these are very glossy oil paintings. So I can understand yes. that if you were after that glossy, rich pigment, it might be hard to find the right acrylics. Yeah, but if you find the the good brand, it, the come out is totally different. Yeah. 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 So talking about brand, what would you, as a teacher of um, pastels, what would you recommend beginners? Can you talk a bit about that? I think for the student or adult. Both. For the student, because I they because they just come and do, I will use mango, but the, for the adult, I prefer, is the I think it's Rembrandt maybe, because Rembrandt they have two, two different, they have hard pastel and soft pastel, they have two different types, so you can mix. And where do you, what kind of paper would you recommend? Um, A cheap option to start with and then more expensive for? I think 
use the expensive paper is better than you use cheap one because the effect you can you can see the result come out. And it is because the more expensive paper has more tooth where the pastel can yes. get a grip. Yeah. So you can put on more layers yes. if it's more tooth yeah. on the paper. Yeah. So what kind of paper can you get uh, hold of? Uh, I use pastel mat. So in here, I think you can get in the espresso. Is it called espresso? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's called color fix. It's a big piece. You can cut. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. And there is a pastel association or pastel club here in New Plymouth. Yes. And you can join there and learn, and uh, or do you have to know everything about pastels? No, you, you don't have to. Come and join. Yeah, we, we meet every Friday in... Hind Street? Yes. Uh, from 10 to 2. After we finish, we have critique each other. So you you will improve. But it's not nasty critique, right? It's no, not yeah, like, yeah, we go just away, you have yeah. failed. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> then we won't say that. We only will say uh, maybe you need to have some shadow or some bright in some way. To improve. Yeah, to improve slowly. But if you don't know, it's okay. You come and then we have some spare uh, pastel in there and then you can try. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's Hind Street. I think, um, are they called the, the community rooms in Hind Street? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what time on Fridays do you usually meet? 10 to 2. 10 to 2. Yeah. So it's in you the middle of the day. You bring your lunch and then we, during lunchtime we can sit down and talk and then you can ask. Actually, if you don't know, you can ask everyone. We are happy to help. Okay. Fantastic. All right, we will take another music break, and this time you have chosen um, Dong Ni Lalo. Yes, good. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Tell us a bit, what is this uh, about? When you are old. When you are old. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, and so you can introduce it. How do you say it? Dong Ni Lalo. Thank you. Oh. 
灯火昏黄不定，风吹过来你的消息，这就是我心里的歌。Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You're listening to the Sugarloafing Arts Cast, and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. We are grateful to Covet Brewster Art Gallery and Lenlai Center for sponsoring the show. And today I'm in the studio with Veronica T, who is the art space artist for December. 
and she is showing some gorgeous landscape uh, paintings in oil and pastels and even a print. And um, yeah, pop by the the art space in the Top Town Mall and uh, it's open during the daytime when Access Radio Taranaki is open and it's lit up at night. So if you are going to the cinema anytime in December, pop by and have a look at what Veronica produces. And yeah, what is on the cards for you for next year, Veronica? Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> I just depend on what happened, what coming up. Yeah. But I have one, I just get invited from Hawala Gallery. Oh, from uh, oh. the Lies at What? Yes. Gallery um, in Havara. I think it's next January, have one exhibition. Fantastic. Yeah. And is that going to be a solo exhibition no, or a I joint think group? Four, joint group four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is the theme? Um, I have no idea. I will do the watercolor and acrylic for the landscape. Mm-hmm. For oh, the nature. Acrylics. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Here <laughs> we have slammed acrylics, and you are doing acrylics and watercolor for the landscapes for the Havra exhibition. Yeah. And you never do um, any um, figurative art with people, portraits. I have seen you have done some uh, nice uh, teacups and a kind of a scene with the teacups and yeah. the pot, which was yeah. really lovely. Yeah, there is the still life. Uh, I have, I, actually I joined the live drawing on oh, Tuesday, uh, but because too busy, I stopped at the moment. Well, I will back to, I think next year. And you, you are not the one who is um, making portraits? No. No. Can people commission you to do landscapes and do the yes. gardens? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So where can people find you and your work? Online? Uh, online. I uh, can go to the in, my Instagram at Veronica TKH. Veronica TKH. Yeah. All in lower cases? Yeah. And that's your Instagram. And uh, is there anywhere where you have uh, work for sale other than here at the art space at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I have uh, Percy Thompson Gallery, uh, Eltham Gallery, and Gobert Street. Great. So you can uh, go and check out Veronica T's work in some of the other galleries in Eltham, in Stratford, and here in New Plymouth at the Gobert Street Gallery. Or check her out online. Yeah, is there anything you would like to say to beginners who are just starting out on their art journey? Um, I think sketching is very important. Sketching can, you can find your way to draw what you want. You can go to abstract or realistic or contemporary. So I think sketching will help you. Find your own kind of way and um, how you want to express yourself. And maybe there's also something in having a regular habit. Yes. (laughs) Training those muscles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what about color choice? Color depends on, it's not everyone, actually it's not everyone can do watercolor, everyone can do oil, depend on how you like. So what you gravitate towards, your own likes and dislikes, but you also need to ensure that there is enough darkness and light in your compositions. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, Veronica, and uh, all the best for the rest of the year, and we will enjoy your exhibition here thank in the you. art space. episode of the Sugarloafing Arts Cast on 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Naiman and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests and their fabulous work on our Sugarloafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under current shows. The Sugarloafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lai Centre. Until next week. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand on air. To find more local content, go to our website accessradiotaranaki.com